you know, for us as podcasters now, it'd be great if all of you were out there mingling with others and saying, oh, I heard this great thing from the DCL too. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And we have a very special guest on the bonus episode this week. It's Sam. Hey, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bonus guest. Well, I That's usually hilarious. end up doing these things. I usually end up doing a lot of these on my own. Some of them you're on, but uh, you know, you're my guest this week. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Brian. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, this week, um, you know, I was actually listening to another podcast out there in the community and something they said on their podcast sparked the idea in me for this podcast, which was just they were talking about how they had returned to cruising again and it was something that they were never going to take for granted. It was their ability to get back on these cruise ships. They were just were never going to take that for granted again. And we're going to soak up every ounce and minute of being able to cruise as they went forward. And it, it just raised the idea with me that maybe Sam and I could chat for a second about things that we're not going to take for granted again now that we are back to vacationing. Yeah, that's the that's the show here is things that we're, we, we missed during COVID that we will just never take for granted again or things that you know persist even today that uh, we cannot wait for the day that they are no longer a part of our travel experience. So maybe I'll kick things off in that vein and say that my number one that I will never take for granted again is the ability to travel without all kinds of COVID testing. I actually would say I don't mind the vaccination requirement. I'm even okay wearing a mask on an airplane. And look, the reason why is that Sam can attest to this. You used to take cruises and I was almost guaranteed to be the one who would get home and get sick. And so I think a lot of that has gone away with the buffets. Uh, so I'm very thankful that they have switched the buffets over to the kind of service that they are. I will never take for granted, I suppose, the fact that they now serve you at the buffet. But <laughs> really for me, you know, wearing a mask on an airplane is no big deal from my standpoint. I, I think I would do it voluntarily just to try and protect myself a little bit because I hate, I hate being sick. Yeah, just getting a cold even. Yeah, it just, for me, it's just, yeah, I just don't, I don't, when I get a cold, it's really bad. I have really bad sinuses just genetically. And so when I get a cold, it's it's not good. But Vax, the, the whole testing thing is just the stress of getting the test lined up, the nail biting as they've shrunk the periods of time that you have to do the testing. You know, is it going to be positive and ruin the whole vacation? You know, is the sample going to be sufficient? Am I going to have to retest? Am I even going to have time to do that? You know, and sitting at the port. I do kind of like the party-like vibe at Port Canaveral these days in the parking garage. It's a little bit fun. But at the same time, you're staring at the ship and you want to get on and you can't get out of your car to go because you're waiting on a test. So it's just a nail biting experience. And even more so, I would say for people who have to fly places to travel right now, because if that test comes back positive, you can't get home easily. So, you know, the airlines are going to say you, you can't fly because you're supposed to do a test with them that you don't have COVID uh, before you get on board or haven't tested positive or been exposed or however they use the language. So I, th I will never take for granted again the ability to travel without testing. I unfortunately don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, especially for cruise lines and international travel. But, but once it's gone, hopefully someday in the future, I, I will never take that for granted again. So Sam, what's one thing you won't take for granted? Yeah, so I'm going to kind of stick with the, the theme of your first pick. And my first pick is freely getting off in 
different ports. And this is kind of, it goes along with yours because it's the ease of international travel that was a pre-COVID experience is really no longer. And so even right now with the, with, you know, Disney Cruise Line and other cruise lines being able to go to a lot of foreign ports, it, it seems like you, you never know if your port stops are going to get changed. You never know if you're going to be forced to just get off in an excursion experience. Although, and we know with unvaccinated people, that is the case. But even with the port excursions, they're keeping people in the excursion bubble. So you, you don't have the same freedom that you ha- that we had pre-COVID where, you know, you stopped at any port on your itinerary and you could get off and do kind of whatever you wanted. And so that doesn't exist right now. I, I won't take it for granted when it comes back. Well, it, do, it does to some extent, right? I mean, you can get off the ships right now. I don't want to lead people astray. You can get off if you're fully vaccinated and you can wander around uh, if you are if you feel safe about it. I think the Disney excursions are pretty limited at the moment. Yep. They're, they're getting better by the day. And the other risk you run is what's happening to the fantasy right now in St. Thomas. Like sometimes they're just not being allowed right. to dock. It's really about there are ports where you can go where you can get off if you are vaccinated. But there are just entire ports that are closed you to cruising. You can't go. Right. Yeah. Grand Cayman, St. Thomas, Tortola's even like, you know, they're just places that we can't go that we I'll never take for granted again, being able to go to Megan's Bay Beach in St. Thomas. I'll put it that way. Yep. <laughs> so. I mean, we, we've we been able to go to, you know, some Mexican ports that we hadn't gone to, but a lot of our itineraries that were supposed to go to places in the Caribbean have had to switch to, you know, to, to Mexican ports, which is fine. It's just you know, I miss those ports. I miss being able to go to to those Eastern Caribbean ports in particular. And so there's just a lot more restrictions on where you can go, what you can do at those ports, that sort of a thing. Well, okay. So moving away from COVID for a second, I think one other thing I'll never take for granted again is, well, I guess it's related to COVID, which is we really don't use group transportation options any longer as a family. So Magic Express is gone. So for Disney World, I understand there are other products out there, but I think we were already being forced into a place where we probably weren't going to be using buses to get to Disney World any longer. I think that exactly backfired in a way that Disney would not like for our family, which is now that I've been able to rent a car and get around on property and more importantly, head over to Universal on occasion. You know, a lot of times when I'm looking at vacationing in Orlando now, I am looking at multi-park. I'm not going to stay entirely within the Disney bubble any longer. But look, rental cars have become a complete nightmare as well. The costs are soaring. The fleets are down. You know, thankfully, we have kind of loyalty with a particular rental car company, although it is one of the worst rental car companies out there at the moment. So we, we don't typically run into the problem where we show up and they don't have a car for us, but it's expensive. And I do miss the ability for us to hop on the cruise line transportation or the Magic Express on occasion. You know, we were big users of the Magic Express before COVID and we loved the the Disney bus pre-COVID to the cruise line. So big fans of staying at MCO Hyatt the night before if you're just going to go in one day early and, and catch the cruise line bus from there to the port. But you know, right now we don't feel totally comfortable doing that. We'd rather drive ourselves and really limit our contact with other parties. So I, I won't take it for granted again when it's an, an option that feels safe. I, I won't say that it's not safe. That's not what I'm saying. It's just, it's not within our comfort level. It may be within yours, but I won't take for granted again when it falls back into our comfort level. Yeah. Just to be clear for our listeners that the bus, the Magical Express option to the port from the airport still exists. It's it's always been a, a fee. It, it's never been included like the old Magical Express to the resorts was. But 
we just don't feel comfortable being in a bus with, you know, 50 other people and then we're going to get tested at the port. You know, what if we, well, I guess it's unlikely that we get it. They're not excluding everyone on the buses at the moment. So if, you know, their theory is everyone's wearing masks and they are spacing people out and all that sort of stuff. So if you test positive at the port and you're on a bus or you're on a bus with someone who tests positive, my understanding is they're not excluding you. They're not tracking that in any way and then saying, oh, you were a close contact. But I certainly don't feel comfortable about that. So, yeah. Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action here to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own Disney vacations and just love, love, love our Touring Plans Travel Specialist. She waits on hold when we don't have time. She monitors cruise deals for us and rebooks to get us lower rates on some of the cruise lines that actually where the prices actually do go down, <laughs> like Disney Cruise Line. Uh, so she does watch those rates for us and rebook. She steers us toward cruises we would like and room categories and gives us suggestions. And so while we have our preferences, she's always there and available to help us out. And when we plan a parks vacation, it's just gotten so complicated of late with all the new genie technology and everything. Like I-, I need to rely on someone who really understands what's going on. And she absolutely helps us there as well. So we love the folks over at Touring Plans. What we love most is that the philosophy of Touring Plans aligns with the philosophy of our own podcast. We're not out to sell you a Disney vacation. We're not travel agents ourselves. And so we just like to give our honest opinions and reviews. And I think you'll find the folks over at Touring Plans will also give you their honest opinions and reviews of different sailings and ships uh, and steer you toward the thing that they think is the best for your family. So Remember, you don't pay anything extra to use a travel agent, especially when booking Disney vacations. Disney pays the travel agent at the time you travel. You're leaving money on the table. If you don't use a travel agent, you're certainly leaving expertise on the table if you don't. So we highly recommend the folks over at Touring Plans. Head over there. Check them out. Touringplans.com slash travel. Let them know the DCL Duo sent you to help support the show. And with that, back to our episode. All right, Sam, what's your next thing you won't take for granted? So this is kind of uh, in the same theme as you're being on like a bus with other people, but this is eating at a table with other people or with new people in particular. So Sam loves to make friends. Sam loves to make friends. I do love to make friends. And previously on Disney Cruise Line, when I say previously, I mean pre-COVID times, if you were traveling on Disney Cruise Line and you were a party of typically four or less it was not unlikely that you would get seated at a dining room table with another family or another couple or other singles if you were traveling as a single. I enjoyed that. I, you know, we didn't do it every time. There were times we decided to request a table for just ourselves and there are other times where we didn't, but it's kind of a neat experience. It can be really fun if you really connect with the other family or the other couples or other singles. It can be a really nice experience. And I just... I, I, I won't take it for granted because right now you just can't do it. You get seated at your table with only your traveling parties. So there's two cabins traveling together. You will get you can get seated with that other cabin, but you won't get seated with new people. And one of the great things about being on Disney Cruise Line is meeting other people and making new friends. And I have found that masks and the fact that you don't sit with another party at dinner have impacted the ability to make those personal connections. And I'm certainly not an anti-mask person. It's just a matter of when you are 
you know, indoors and somebody can't see you smiling at them, they are less likely to start up a conversation in that organic way. And when you're not sitting across the dining room table from somebody new uh, and they're sitting eight feet away at the next table over, you are less likely to start up a conversation with them. So I miss those things and I won't take them for granted. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it is nice to meet people. And I think, you know, for us as podcasters now, it'd be great if all of you were out there mingling with others and saying, oh, I heard this great thing from the DCL duo. <laughs> and that can't really, that can't really happen under the current set of protocols. So look, it'll just be nice, I think, from a kinetic energy standpoint as well. Like the reduced sailings are wonderful, but, you know, you're still missing some of that energy uh, around the ship and in the dining rooms because, you know, things aren't as full and people aren't meeting new people and striking up those conversations. So, so yeah, I, I agree there. All right. Well, my last thing that I'm not going to take for granted in the vein, we're each going to do three. So my last thing that I'm not going to take for granted, Sam's an activity person. I'm a sit quietly by the pool kind of guy. And I just am not going to take for granted those quiet moments anymore aboard a cruise ship. That might sound like, what do you mean you're taking them for granted? I, I just think that a lot of vacationing even for me is sort of moments between activity. And I really want to start to view the moments in between as important as the activities that book in them. So I just really enjoy taking in the atmosphere. We were just recording an episode, actually, I don't know if it'll come out before or after this, but but the guest was commenting, you know, there's all these little details in the restaurants and, you know, murals and an animator's palette, all the stuff on the bookshelves. And I know I've wandered by and looked at, glanced at them and that sort of thing. But I think that finding those details, finding those moments, spending more time enjoying those moments is going to be really important going forward. Because look, even if we get past COVID, we don't know what the next thing is going to be. And then cruising could get shut down again. So I think you just have to enjoy every ounce of it that you can while it's here. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully knock on wood in our lifetime, this kind of thing won't happen again. But if it does, at least you've got those memories that you made on board that you can that you can lean on. So Sam, what is your last thing you won't take for granted. Yeah. So people are going to find this as kind of quintessential Sam, because my last one that I won't take for granted is live theater. And this is not just unique to the cruise line, but this is live theater in general. My first, I think, foray back to a theater was actually our first cruise back in August. And I near about cried watching Beauty and the Beast on that Walt Disney Theater stage. It, it had been, you know, a year and a half of no live theater for me. And it's something, live theater is something near and dear to my heart. And I just missed it terribly. And I now have been able to, you know, see a couple of the shows on the ships, as well as a couple of shows in a theater on land in Seattle. And I cannot tell you how much that feeds my soul. And so I will not take live theater for granted. I hope it doesn't shut down again or ever, of course, but something, something like I said, that is near and dear to my heart. Well, we'd love to hear from you the things that you're not going to take for granted when you travel again. So, you know, feel free to reach out when we post this episode out there, comment, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Those little things that you have missed about traveling that if you've gotten to experience them again, you won't uh, you won't take for granted again. But yeah, but that's the stuff that we won't take for granted again as we head back out sailing even more. Our next cruise is up in February. We had to cancel a cruise that we had here in January just because it did not feel like the right time to be pulling our son out of school to travel so short after uh, Christmas break. And with everything going on with Omicron, the airports and the airlines for us really felt just a little less safe than we would like. Not so much the cruising itself, but just the getting there piece for our family since we have to fly a really long distance to get to Port Canaveral. But we'll be back out there in February, hopefully in uh, on the Wonder out of New Orleans. And we can't wait for that. And so stay tuned for more. And thanks for listening. See ya. 
Well, thanks as always for listening to our bonus episode this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have uh, suggestions for bonus content that we could put out, hey, let us know. Questions, people you'd like us to talk to, that sort of thing. We're always open to show suggestions, so just let us know. So with that, just thanks to everyone out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading the reviews from our listeners and connecting with you in that way, and we love reading them on the main show each week. So head over, leave us those five-star reviews. We've got a few left to read, but we'll run out quickly. So don't miss your chance. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can browse over to youtube.com slash dclduo to see some of the videos we put up from our vacations. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for helping to defray the cost of the show each and every month. You can also support the show by browsing to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Just let them know the DCL duo sent you. The DCL duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney Cruise or Disney Vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night.